Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Tom's Guest Room proudly brings to you the two-time podcasting champions of the world, the quick draw, Damien Deschain, that bloated whore, Tom, and me, Connor Hopkins. We are, what are we even doing here? Take it away, Brayden. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Suck Suck sand. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) See, I didn't expect you to throw it to me, so I was very nervous. That was was great. I can't throw it. Also, man, we haven't had a good suck sand in a bit. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, we gotta bring that back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Stained. That guy does like country music now. Does he really? Aaron Lewis. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, got to. Some of them, it's okay. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Okay, we we gotta explain because we're gonna. I'm, I'm already. We're lost. gonna we're gonna bring it up a hundred thousand <laughs> yeah. more times today. Okay, especially since Connor's on the show. Can you explain? Because it's your thing originally. Yeah. So, um, famously, I go to college. Wow. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, yeah, getting there. And so uh, this dude that I know through college was talking to me about you only need to know five phrases to talk with anyone in Missouri. Okay. You can hold a whole conversation. Okay. And the phrases are hail. Okay. Shoot. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you? Uh-huh. Got to. Uh-huh. And praise Dale. <laughs> <laughs> and so now they have just become part of my lexicon, much like sure. much of what you say, Tom. Sure. It's just like an instant response to something is like, got to. Got to. <laughs> I... I, I, I I can fuck with this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can adopt this. I'm already like Shoot, why racking you? my brain to think. Yeah. We're already feeding uh, for the bullet bomb. <laughs> we are really. I'm actually thinking of what. So, like the territory of Illinois that I grew up in. What if I were to, you know, do uh-huh. the list of five things there? Yeah. Okay. And I, it'll take me a little bit of time to come up with all five, but I think the first one is just. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> my, my my dad uses this. <laughs> yeah. Almost every sentence. Maybe yeah. he's an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> See, I just oh, did I it myself. Know. Oh, I don't know. See, there you go. So today, Got to. on uh, yeah. So today, <laughs> so today on the fuck board, yeah. we have. Um, Wait, can we get a clarification of what the fuck board is? I don't even remember how it. How it, uh, it was in essence like a board that had all of our concepts for episodes that we were going to do, oh. like in upcoming episodes. I don't remember how it started to be called the fuck board. Uh, I don't. We'll go with that. I, don't it, I think it, it was probably it's on the fucking board, and then yeah. the, then because we don't have time for full words here, <laughs> this is a streamlined product. Uh, yeah, we make you suffer by cutting out <laughs> syllables. That's right. So all of a sudden, you guys were just saying it's on the fuck board, and I'm like, I've listened to most of these episodes. I don't know what the fuck well, they're the talking about. The one that about. you didn't listen to. I, was I, the one. I, I bet it was something very fast like that. Where it's just like it's on the fucking board, the fuck board, and then that was. That yeah. is stuck. It. Also, this may not be true. I may just be trying to connect the dots here <laughs> in my own conspiracy theory. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but today on the fuckboard, we have an interview with Connor Hopkins, it's our me. unpaid intern. Hey, I'm not going to Billy Gunn this one. Oh, very nice pull. Yes. Deep pull. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Edge. Edge said this in a promo after winning King of the Ring. Uh. And... Uh, <laughs> I think also same promo he used the line of uh, you're like a human vacuum cleaner managing to both suck and blow at the same time. That's good. Uh, that's that good. era edge is just it, it unfuckwithable. Yeah. Any hoot. Any any hoot. So we were talking about this before we started recording. Do we want to do segments? Because we could feasibly 
do the undercard? I don't really Let's have, have a little much. undercard. See what happens. Okay, but before we do that, as with any event, we got to play the national anthem. Yeah. Sorry, just fucking with you. We're not doing that because we're a professional wrestling show. Ring the bell. Got to. Got to. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Praise <Shoot>. Dale. <laughs> Dale. Praise shoot. Hale. Praise Dale. Shoot. Shoot. You gonna shoot? <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna jizz goose. Yontu. <laughs> Yontu. Yes, yeah. that's one. Yontu uh, is a big one. Yonder. Uh-huh. Plum. Yep. <laughs> that's plum <Yep>. over thar. <laughs> oh, dude. Thar. Thar. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Can you tell we spent, like... What conservatively felt like four years in Anna, Illinois last well, week. Well, let's actually, you know what? Let's make that part of the undercard. Yeah, let's unpack that. We like finally, it. we were, we've been plugging that fucking promotion for what seems like longer than it's existed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we finally went to Anna Fight Underground in the town of Anna, Illinois, which is significantly smaller than even I was aware of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For what I'm going to call a good but interesting time. Yes. Um, Anna, Illinois somehow. Still exists in the year of our Lord two thousand and three. I'll tell you two What yeah. shocked me, I think most about that was the Walmart. That's just a standard Walmart. No, not a Super Walmart. Just a Walmart. Super Walmart. Super Walmarts yeah. are basically the standard Walmart anymore. Yeah. So They're, seeing one that's not yeah, super the, is like the holy the shit. the McDonald's still had the play play yeah. place in it. Yeah, yeah, and like the old design with yeah, like the yellow shit, yeah. alcove. Top yeah, I, if, yeah. I, I wish we'd investigated because if it had had the ball pit, I'd have been like, "Yo, we're going in." Oh, we would have caught every version of COVID one through eighteen if we went in that. That's ball a pit. myth. All right, that whole thing about like <laughs> the ball pits being full of syringes and like homeless <laughs> people shit. This is shit that I was told when I was a kid. Like. You can't go in the ball pit anymore. Some kid got stabbed by a needle and got addicted to heroin. I was like, I don't even think that's how that works. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> supposedly there were people finding syringes and like human shit in the ball pit. And I was like, well, it's not an adult that's shitting in there. It's probably one of these bullshit kids that you're putting in. <laughs> like, these goddamn children. Like me. I didn't shit in the ball pit, though. I did do heroin in the ball pit. <laughs> You did the dub in the ball pit? <laughs> you fed for the bullock bomb in the ball pit? Oh, I did feed for the bullock bomb in the ball pit. <laughs> Make human um, shit come out of the ball pit. <laughs> Make balls come out of the shower. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. This whole podcast is just inside references. No now. one can understand anything. No. Um, but we were there, and yes. this is... Uh, I will ask this, because there are there were several, several death matches on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to go on a limb and say you gentlemen had never seen one of these, quote-unquote, in person. Besides no. the No Peace Underground show in Tampa. Okay. This was the... And I didn't even really pay that close attention to that one. So this right. is the first one where I've, like, really kind of watched it. Sure. And then I quickly tuned out because I was like, I can't see this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. My fragile sensibilities were shaken yeah. uh, by the numerous death matches uh, that I witnessed. Well, mostly just the main event because I was fine. I'm like, oh, there's guys gigging and whatever. Sure. Like, that's cool. And then the syringes came out. Right. And I went, I have to go backstage now. <laughs> I was already back there. Uh, it was what I'm going to call a wild and interesting time. Uh, I didn't watch that main event. I was at the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we were, Connor and I were a part of a 10-man scramble, which is, was as easy to put together as it possibly could have been. I bet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. As easy to put together as one of those ships in a glass bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With oven mitts on your hands and... <laughs> 
one of your eyes closed. I'm going to steal yeah. a bit from one of my favorite YouTubers. It would actually be easier to go outside during a thunderstorm and try to dodge rain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know, you're not too far off either. Uh, yeah. You know... All things considered, it went well. No, it went... Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Props, yeah. To Zach, props to Zach and Mikey for... Zach and Mikey, like... You mentioning that, like, they were trying to run a show like an ECW show. Oh, yeah. And, like, as we were experiencing the show and kind of, I was thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, no, that totally had the flow of an ECW show. And I think, was it you that I pointed out that that was the closest thing to working for IWA Mid-South without it being IWA Mid-South that I can describe? Yeah. You pointed that out to all of us. It was... That was... That was close enough that, like, if Ian had been there and the the name of the show had been different, it, that's what it would have been. Really? Yeah. The, wow. The, the differences are nil. Quite Null void. Yeah. Really. Like it was a that would have been the most streamlined Mid South show, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> streamlined. Yeah. Some of the dude, some of those Mid South shows. Like, oh yeah, like fourteen on. matches. Yeah, like, like well, it, it's crazy. And you got well, we did have got the got to <laughs> got to got to have the really long promo. Yeah, it just wasn't at the start of the show. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> has anyone watched any other wrestling lately? No. You can guess what I've been watching. More mi- early aughts Mid South. Sure have. All right. Since the news of like Danielson, like right. his contract expiring, uh, I watched. Eric Cannon versus uh, Danielson. Great match. Like 03 or 04. Very good. Yeah, it was fantastic. They beat the piss out of each other. It's great. As was the style at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I just watched the uh, last bit of SmackDown while you guys were here. Yeah. I love I love Roman Reigns' character shit now. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Nothing about that SmackDown is retro. No, absolutely not. That's, that's a real shit move on their end. Yeah. As soon as I, I, saw the, I tuned in to see the fist. As soon as I saw they still had the LED posts, I was like, yeah. "Nope, fuck you, man!" Like you, come on, don't just don't advertise it. Just yeah. don't do it. And if you're gonna do it, give me metal guardrails, yeah. steel, small diameter ring posts, a fucking metal fist. Yeah. Like, don't give me match graphics. Don't make it. And like, two of the match graphics that they had weren't what they used in 1999. No, it looked like 1985. Yes! Like, is no good. Yeah. What are you doing? Give me the fist. I knew that. What are you doing? Don't. Give somebody isolate that sound. Somebody isolate him saying, give me the fist. <laughs> um, what are you doing? Take that fist away. No, oh. wait. What are you doing? Put that back in. Oh, no. Um. Uh, anyway. Sir, sir we, we can't bring the fist back because that would leave no room for the LED lights. <laughs> I knew that. Yes. God bless the LED lights. Uh, I hate, I, I hate the LED aprons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that. I hate the LED posts now. I used to be okay with them. Yeah. And now yeah. I've come to hate them. Because dudes could, like, do cool based stuff off of them. Like, uh-huh. jump off of them and stuff. And now it's just like, these are obnoxious. And the few times that, like, people would get, like, shit canned into them and they would have, like, the screen short out. Yeah. like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then now I'm just kind of like, oh, that's provocatively safe. Uh, (laughs) Okay, actually, here's something I want to talk about, because I watched, I didn't see the whole thing, I watched the end of AEW colon Blood and Guts. Yeah. The match itself, the Blood and Guts match, what I saw of it, and I think I missed the first few minutes, that was it. It was great. Yeah. Loved it. 
People are bitching about this finish with Jericho getting hooked off the thing. This is my take on it. Do I have a problem with him falling onto a safe pad from such height? Absolutely not. Do I think that their production team could have handled it better? Yes. Yeah. A hundred thousand times. Like, I've I hate not to, seen this. So it, what, it's what? not great. So it's supposed to be MJF throws him off the top of the cage onto the quote-unquote steel ramp. Mm-hmm. It is clearly pads that have been painted to look like concrete. Yeah. Or steel. And I'm like, one, don't give me the illusion, quote, illusion, that it's steel. Yeah. Just make it a wood stage. Yep. Maybe put some of that balsa wood horse shit that a, a yeah. child can walk through. And then a crash pad underneath so it looks like, oh shit, he went through the stage. Yeah. But cut away from the actual thing so we don't just see him go, thump. And then when people are like, oh, this is terrible, you know, whatever. I'm kind of like, yeah, it is, but it's not the first time this has happened. Yeah. Rikishi goes off the cell into that truck of sawdust. You see the goddamned air mattress that he yeah. lands on. Uh, Mania 17. Triple H gets choke slammed off of the <laughs> stage by Taker, and it's just a crash pad. There's no table. There's yeah. nothing over it. And then Undertaker does an elbow drop onto it. And I'm like, the problem isn't the the thing. The problem is the way that they present the thing. Also, yeah. um, uh, you and Dakota recently talked about the audio. Yeah. So I found out why. Why is that? The first hour of Dynamite this week was pre-taped. So that they would have time to set up the uh, second ring and the, the cage for the Blood and Guts match. So the live crowd was watching one hour of the show on the screens. Like, when they went to Dynamite that night, the first hour was already taped and was played yeah. on the screen. So it was a live reaction to a taped product. Yeah, That's weird and dumb, but alright. They had to do it so they would have time to set up yeah. the gimmick. It makes sense. And then, uh, I will say this, uh, Tony Khan being a cool guy, like, one, ticket owners knew this when they bought their tickets for that night. They, w- they were told, hey, the first hour is going to be a pre-taped thing. Yeah. So nobody's, like, it's not like a bait and switch. Tony Khan, evidently, at the start or end of the show, maybe, I, th- I think it was the start, was like, hey, I know we told you guys what the setup here is tonight, but this is it. If you're not happy about it, contact me, I will give you a refund on your ticket. Five people asked for refunds, and he gave it to them. Got to. Now, part of me is like, why? You knew what you were going to get on this show. Yeah. And then the other part of me is like, maybe you're just cheap bastards who are like, yeah, fuck it, I just don't want to pay. I want my money back. Yeah. That's definitely what but it was. I, I don't know. I think it's cool of the guy to at least yeah. do it and then actually deliver. Yeah. Anybody watch anything else? Uh, I watched SummerSlam 2014. Couldn't tell you a single moment of it. 2014? Yeah. Orton and Rowan? Mm, yes. I think that's good. I remember it being I, good. I remember th- turning it off about then because I was going to bed. Okay. What else would have been on Brian 2014? Kane? I don't know. No. Because Brian Kane would have been done at Extreme Rules that year. Uh oh, uh Brock and Cena is the main. That's the one where Brock yeah. murder fucks Cena. Yeah, that's Suplex City. No, that was no. that was Mania with Roman. Yeah. That was this one was the one where he just it wasn't yeah. a term yet, he just suplexed it and like yeah. suplexed it into him. Yes. Suplex did Yeah. Suplex yes. did is correct. Suplex did did did. Suplex did. Uh huh. <laughs> oh. Oh. What is that? 
I've heard you do that before. Oh. What is that? What does that mean? That's like a weird bastardization of. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. I almost thought you were doing like the Birdo noise from. Bow. Oh. Oh no. You know that weird Nintendo character with an ass for a mouth. Bow. Bow. You do do that noise when you Bow. when you uh threw trash at him when he was peeing Bow. on the side of. The... Bow. Fuck. <laughs> uh, my favorite quotes. Anyway, so are let's we, get to this main yeah, event. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, our main event tonight, we're going to interview one Connor Hopkins. Connor, you're the main event for the first time oh, ever. Oh, oh, I got a list of nicknames that would say otherwise, bub. Oh. <laughs> that for later. So, let's, let us follow the advice of the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. Mm. We will start at the beginning, and when we come to the end, stop. So, when... <laughs> Good. Your earliest memories of wrestling, like were you a fan growing up? Uh, was this something that you were into as a kid? Did you find it later? Like, so actually inspired by y'all's interviews of each other talking about your earliest memories of wrestling, I've kind of been like thinking back on it. Mm-hmm. And my earliest memory of wrestling is when I was probably seven or eight. Uh, one of my buddies was actually into it and was hanging out at my house one night. Had to have been a Friday, or a Thursday, or a Tuesday? Anyway, SmackDown was on. If I'm going to guess based on your age and everything, I'm going to assume this probably was a Thursday. Yeah. SmackDown um, was on Thursdays for a very long time. It's only been on Tuesdays the past couple of years. I thought it was on and, Fridays. And then it was it was Thursdays, mm-hmm. then it went to Fridays. I always remember Friday Night SmackDown. And yeah. then... I think it was Thursday for the first several years that the show existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it was Friday... Then they kicked it on the Tuesday for the past several years, and then only with it going back to Fox, Yeah, you know, a year plus now. Um, but yeah, so it was uh, an episode of SmackDown. The only clear memories I have are, like, sitting in my childhood, like, living room, looking at this TV, and just seeing a bunch of blue. Mm-hmm. So I knew it had to be SmackDown. Yeah. And then the first match that I ever remember watching was that episode of SmackDown. And I've tried to track it down, but I can't find footage of it yet. And I dare not try to find it on Peacock because mm-hmm. that would make me just want to throw things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's Jeff Hardy and The Undertaker in an Extreme Rules match. Which, from the research that I did, dates that match to like November or like mid-November of 2008. Yes, which also means it would have been a Friday. At okay. that point, it would have been Friday Night yeah. SmackDown. So... It would have been 2008, possibly 09? Yeah. I mean... I'm saying this because I remember the match in particular. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was actually a pretty good angle, and it was... uh, 08, because by this point in 09, he was gone. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going because he was gone. Have I mentioned how good I am at this? Uh, Well, you're always (laughs) off by a year, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Swinging a miss. We're going to just... Just real quick, talk about things overlapping. By this point in my life, I'm already knees deep in Dreamwave. Fandom. I was gonna say, like, you're already going to indie shows and stuff. Yeah, and at this point, I was actually basically getting like retrained. Oh wow! This would have been wow. like my first two years of wasted time in wrestling, and now I'm like, okay, I'm getting retrained. I'm gonna wrestle every Wednesday night. This is about where I'm at there. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So I start watching then, and kind of just to take y'all through the history of my wrestling fandom. So I watch, and I become, like, pretty obsessed mm. within the year. Um, 
And so I'm watching through like 09. Or no, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been 08 just to 09. Because then my parents found out that I started watching it. My parents fucking hate wrestling, they despise it. See, that's interesting because we've met your parents, right? At yeah. After shows or after parties, have you? That's because they like drinking. They don't like oh, wrestling. Oh, okay. Um, and they're there to see their baby boy uh, get his ass kicked. Um, and then win. Yeah. <laughs> but, so my parents, uh, at least at the time, too, they despised it. And so the angle, the hot angle at the time, when all of it started to go south, is they watched an episode of Raw with me, mm. uh, where one Randall Keith Orton punts Stephanie McMahon. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. And they were not okay with it. And they said, this wrestling stuff is too violent. You don't get to watch it anymore. And I was sad, but I understood. (laughs) So I still had, like, my subscription to, like, the WWE Kids magazine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Wow. So I kept that rolling, so I, like, got all my wrestling news from that. Sure. Um, And then, too, like, on the bus to school, my buddy, who introduced me to wrestling, was still watching. Mm -hmm. And he would tell me, like, all the stuff that was going on on, like, SmackDown and Raw. So, like, I found out about, like, the Triple H. I remember this vividly for whatever reason. The Triple H spot where he has the sledgehammer duct taped to his back, leading okay. up to this one yeah, yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I was bit. This is the this is the build for Mania twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they didn't want me watching it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and so I watched, and then they kind of let me come back into it afterwards because I like had to explain to them mm-hmm. that it was fake. Right. Because they were like, he, Randy Orton kicked her in the head. Like, sure. Blah, blah. I explained to them that it was fake. They let me keep watching. So then I watched, essentially, like, most of the build to Mania 26. Right. Uh, and then, kind of after Mania 26, just kind of fell out of it. Yeah. Because I would have been, you know, 10 or 11 sure. at that point. Um, kind of fell out of it for a couple of years. Still, like, kept up. I would buy, like, the video games because I just liked playing the video games. Mm-hmm. But knew nothing, really. Um, and then once I turned about 14, I got back into it and I actually tuned in to a bullshit throwback raw. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that's what bit me because it was a handicap match, the shield against CM Punk. Okay. I, and I, I was, remember that. I was like, oh, I remember CM Punk. He mm-hmm. was great. Like, I hated him, but he was awesome. So I watched that and bit, and then Jake the Snake Roberts came out and put the yep. snake on Dean Ambrose, and I kind of was just like, I was like texting my buddies. I was like, yo, do you guys like remember like Sheamus and mm-hmm. Punk and stuff? Like, And so that brought me back in, and then it fucking built to Daniel Bryan winning at Mania 31. 30. Or 30, I mean. Yeah, 30. And I was sold from there. That's awesome. So- and so, yeah. I know you are a big, uh, you're a big choir guy. Meanwhile, while you're doing this in school, are you in any sort of drama or art or yeah. performance? Ah, uh, yes, the arts question. Yeah, <laughs> it's it got to. Yeah, got, <laughs> got to. So I do think that it ties in, though. Oh, absolutely. Like I'm more, I'm more shocked when you meet guys that are in the business that don't have any, like performing background. Yeah. People are like, oh, he was in football? Make him a pro wrestler. Well, I mean... I think that's because there was a time where there were so many guys that came yeah. from football and wrestling, which yeah. is totally fine. Like, that's, that's fine, that's great. but like... But... I bet like, I bet everything in the world Randy Orton was in, like, plays. 
No. no. Really? Well, no. his dad was in the business. His so. dad was in the business. Well, that, that also Orton helps. played basketball and shit. Yeah. Oh my god, that blows my mind. He was also like on the wrestling his, team. With his yeah. incredible facial expressions, you'd think they'd come from an arts background. No, no he was on the wrestling team, played basketball. Yeah. His dad was great. You know like, what? I really gotta, I really gotta uh, listen to that uh, Broken Skull session yeah, with do. Randy Orton. Yeah, it's real good. Got to. Anyway, Got go to. ahead. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so yeah, no, being in the arts, dude. I've been involved in the arts like since I was in fifth grade. Oh wow. I was in a play. Like I remember being in like a readers theater type play in like fifth grade. Hmm. Um. And then from there, like, did plays in junior high. Uh, did the musical every single year in high school, like, was a lead three out of four years. Like, I was involved in the arts and stuff all Look the time. You. There you go. Did so many plays, too. Like, are you doing any, are you playing any sports? I know you've got, like, history yeah. and track, but you're doing that as well at yeah. the same time? Okay. And so, like, I mean, growing up as a kid, too, like, I played soccer all the time until I got to junior high, and then I started playing football, where I was a tight end and a defensive end. Um... I did not know that you played football. Yeah, yeah. And now you're, and now you're. Also, where, rear where, for oh, no. the listening audience, where are you from? So I am originally from Mount Morris, Illinois, which is a small town in the middle of nowhere in yeah. northwestern Illinois. So like we run shows in Oregon, Illinois. Yeah. That's where I went to high school. Oh, really? That's like my hometown is really? Oregon, Illinois. I did not know that either. Yeah, like the building that we run. Yeah. Formerly Scoops, now mm-hmm. Northside Barbecue. Like, right next door to that is, like, the barber I grew up going to. Huh. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, my high school is a couple of blocks that way. Like, yeah. Like, Oregon is, yeah, for sure where I grew up. Much like Casey, I'm committed to getting my shit in. You were a, what were you, a, a tight end and a defensive end? And now yeah. you're a rear end. I had to get that joke in. I said it, no one heard it. I had to repeat it. My joke's better. Anyways. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, and then, so in addition to football, too, I also, once I got to high school, or I and, and in junior high, too, I started doing track, um, and then once I got to high school, it was football, and then I got convinced to go out for the wrestling team, and then track, and so I always had, like, a How weird... How were you at wrestling? Uh, not great. <laughs> um, I was, oh, I always had a tenuous connection with amateur wrestling, because, like, when I was, like, in probably... Well, like, right when I started watching pro wrestling, I remember seeing that there was an advertised, like, youth wrestling camp, and I was so excited to go to it because I thought it was a pro wrestling camp. Oh, wow, that would have been, yeah. And then it was not, no. And my mom literally had to sit me down and go, like, this is not pro wrestling, like, this is, like, high school wrestling. And I went, oh, I'm not interested in that. I've noticed, (laughs) uh, like, recently, like, doing a couple of seminars, there's always a couple of people that post about how and I've had conversations with people face to face about like, yeah, I wish you could do something like that with kids. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> like that's it, stupid. Like, I, I it's complete like uh, naivete on their part because they just don't understand. Like, you, I, I have no desire to see a child fall down in that ring. No, ever. <laughs> Fuck, it hurts, guys. But they don't. But nobody. I, I think people yeah. just don't think that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. So high school three sport athlete. I do football, wrestling, and track. Football, not great at it. Yeah. Our whole team sucked. I couldn't catch a pass, which was bad because I was a tight Part end. Of your, I was yeah. Say. Um, <laughs> like honestly, if I would have been like, you know, twenty to thirty pounds heavier, I would have just been a tackle. Yeah. And I would have been fine with it because I liked blocking more sure. than anything. Um, my problem is I've always been small. 
Um, so what was it like playing a fake sport? It was boring, Such dude. <laughs> dude, my favorite part was like when we'd actually do good and I'd turn around and G up the crowd. Amazing. Like, it was... Dude, I like... Literally, like most of the reason why I kept myself going through like three sports is because like I want to be an athlete so I can be a good pro wrestler. Like it is always been my fucking that's goal. That's an awesome fucking mindset to have. I wish more people had that mindset. I wish yeah. I had had that mindset when I was at school. Like, like yeah. I had I had friends that just wanted me to lift weights with them, and I didn't want to do it because yeah. I was like, guys, you, you're all stronger than me. I feel like a complete, you know, complete yeah. emancipated piece of shit. And now I'm like, going back, I was like, I wish I hadn't had that concept yeah. then. I'd be fucking huge. Yeah. But my problem, like, and so yeah, through high school, like, that's basically all I do. Like, I did it because I had fun doing mm-hmm. it. And, you know, like, I actually really enjoyed amateur wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think that if anyone out there listening is, like, an aspiring pro wrestler, but, like, still young enough to do it, like, get into amateur wrestling. Yeah. Because it'll make... Dude, amateur wrestling, like... And I know some of the guys in the business, too, that can probably attest to this. Yeah. It's like, it changes your mindset. Our like, own, own 12-gauge. Yeah. Once you do Very good amateur, wrestling. amateur wrestling, everything else becomes easy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even, like, training... It teaches you, like, great had, body control. I yeah. had a, one session with uh, Bobby Houston, one training session where he was leading, mm-hmm. and we did a bunch of, like, amateur wrestling stuff, and it was incredible. Yeah. Nothing, like, I legitimately, like, when I was training and stuff, Zeke would always be like, this kid doesn't get blown up. Right. And I was like, well, that's because, like, my sports background, but mostly, like, amateur wrestling. Yeah. I mean, like, I did track, too, and I really enjoyed track. Because I, I pole vaulted and I hurdled. Mm-hmm. So I did all the really dangerous shit. Love it. It was so much fun. That's dope. Um, but then... See, that's interesting because, yeah. like, having worked with you and, like, your style of wrestling and everything, the only thing I've ever seen carry over for you now is some of the stuff from track. Yeah. Yep. I had no idea that you did any of this other shit. So that's, yeah. that's neat. So Have like, you ever been goosed by your pole while pole vaulting? No, because I was... It's kind of the same thing that I have in wrestling, where I wasn't good, but I knew a lot. Ah, okay. And so I knew enough not to have that happen. Okay. I did one time bend a pole way too much, and it got away from me, and I took a back bump into the vault box, which sucked, (laughs) and it was scary as shit, because the vault box is just like a metal hole in the Mm. ground, and so I like went ass over tea kettle and then just went upside down. That sucked. I uh, you tucked your chin. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, that was fine. Um, and then like, kind of to tell the whole story of my sports career. Uh, then I graduated high school and I went to college and I was actually gonna play ultimate frisbee. Cause I was Dude, like, fuck yeah. Because I was like, yeah, fuck this noise. Like, I want to do something fun. And then I'm not I got, gonna lie, I don't think I know what ultimate frisbee is. It's like football but with a frisbee. And yeah. you can't right. run with it. Okay, that sounds kind of neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I, was... My first thought when you said that was, uh, I was getting the wrong game. I, I thought you meant, like, Frolf. No, but I do play Frolf. Okay. It's fun. Um, shout out to all my, uh, my Frolf <laughs> peeps out there. I've never played. I'm just, I've I, I never just heard it called it Frolf. Disc golf, really? frisbee yeah. golf. Yeah, dude. I just call it disc golf. Frolf. Um, but yeah, Which then I also went... sounds like the name of a Muppet, but it's yes. <laughs> that was Rolf. That's Rolf. Yes. He also has a velvety tongue. <laughs> and no, then, it was, his was more rough. You, no, you, right. gotta, you gotta be honest with yourself. 
You did play that disc golf. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, then I uh, then I went to college and did track, which I'm sure we'll get into my college career later. But uh, yeah, I did the same shit, and then I also started throwing javelin. So with that plays into later as well. Yeah, that I, plays I, into like, later. I like that your school has all these like options for sports and whatnot. And then if you go back to my interview, it's like yeah, you did baseball, basketball, or football, or get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else for you here oh, if you dude. want to play a game. Yeah. So when about when and yeah, yeah I, let me. I'll just go with yeah. when. When did you find out about Zawa and how? Yeah. So. Do you want me to go into my actual first training I experience? Do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I forgot about guys, that. Guys, yes, this got go brought ahead. up recently. Okay. This is the most insane thing. You ever make a joke and then it's a real thing? Yeah. that happened recently. <laughs> Long story short, we were going to have a special guest at training one night. It, it, it fell through. But I knew who it was. Braid knew who it was. And we're keeping other guys in the dark just to, like, string them along. Just working the boys and pieces I, of shit. Yeah, well, you, you, <laughs> we know you talk to the dirt sheets. Uh, <laughs> So I jokingly, they're all like, you know, who's who's coming to training? And it's like, oh, don't you know it's Mantar? Just, I don't know. It's yeah. a funny fucking bit. Come to find out, this asshole on my left, it's like, oh, I get to train under Mantar again? And I'm like, oh. Well, it's the, it's the meme where it's the, the blonde chick, and then they zoom in on her face, and it's the what, or whatever. She's got that, like, crazed grin on her face, or whatever. That was me just, Again? <clears throat> I need another beer to tell this story. Buckle up, buckaroos. So, I'm 16 years old. Okay. I am in deep in wrestling fandom. Okay. Like, we watch... I watch every single pay-per-view. I try to watch Raw and SmackDown every mm. week. Like, just force-feeding it into myself. Sure. Don't know dick about the indies yet. Right. I am, like, purely fed shit through and through. So all of a sudden, I see an advertisement in the local paper. The Midwest Wrestling Association is coming to Mount Morris, Illinois. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. There's wrestling outside of WWE? Awesome. Great. Cool. And they're like, and they're hosting a training seminar. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta go. This is great. And then I keep reading and it says, uh, former WWE legend, which... Wait, hold on. Former legend? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's just the wording of that where it's like, he used to be a legend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mantar will be in a, in attendance. He's more tar than man at this uh, point. Dude. He sure is. And so I'm like, oh, I'm fucking going. So I, I, I sign up and I bring a bunch of my, like, football buddies with me. Okay. Because they all kind of casually watch. Sure. And I just fucking constantly nerd out at them. Now... Small side tangent question here. There's no possible way that you have any knowledge of Mantar. Yeah. Right? Oh, dude. So, no, I know. So, But I'm saying that like once you had read this ad and you decided you're going to do this, did you look him up at all? I knew about him before. Like, How? I was... Dude, when I got... You were that deep in? Yeah. When I got into wrestling, like, the first bit, the WWE came out with the WWE Encyclopedia... Okay, I have that. I remember book. that. Yeah, yeah. Like I the first have edition. That book. I still have it. Uh, I didn't have it, but I I think I stood in a Barnes and Noble and read it one yeah. time for probably forty five minutes before somebody was like, "You gonna buy that?" Like, <laughs> I like I read it cover to cover. I don't know how many times. I like. I started learning book. 
history about wrestling. Okay, see, I didn't, I didn't understand that, so that's yeah. why I was asking if you had any knowledge of it, because, like, I'm, like, ten years plus older than you, yeah. and even then, I had, like, a, what's the word, cursory knowledge of Mantar. It's just kind of yeah. like, what the fucking fat fuck who dressed like an ox? No, like, I, <laughs> uh, like, and growing up, too, I was a huge, like, comic book nerd and sure. shit like this, so, like... When I get into something, I, like, fully research the shit. I learn everything that I can about gotcha. it. So, like, that's how it was with wrestling. Sure. Like, I didn't... I, I even still to this day, it's like I haven't seen a lot of matches, but mm. I know what happened. Gotcha. So, you and your football guys, you so go we to show the M- MWA... So, we show up to the Mount Morris Coliseum. Which uh-huh. Calling it a Coliseum is... A disservice y- to the Romans? Yeah. It's a word that you can use, sure. Okay. Um... <laughs> And these guys pull up with a shitty truck mm-hmm. pulling a shitty trailer with a shitty ring on it. Mm-hmm. And so we set up the ring. We carry it up these stairs. We, the seminar boys, who have never, you know, even touched a wrestling I ring. I feel like that's not how that's supposed to work. So, but I'm like, I am fully torked setting yeah, up this yeah. wrestling right, ring. Right, right, Because I'm like, okay. this is fucking awesome. I've been wrestling on a trampoline. Like, right, this right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so we set up the ring. And it takes us, like, it felt like four hours. Sure. Like, it took us forever. Because we don't know what we're doing, and they weren't telling us. Yeah. like That's troubling. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we set up the ring, whatever, and then I go to talk to the man in charge, one Brian Blade, which if you've mm. heard that name before, I'm sorry. I have. I'm not familiar, but I've heard the name. Carney Fuck. Yeah. Um, and so I pay him... Uh, the ad said it was $30. So I have $30 on mm-hmm. I go to him and I'm like, hey, like, I'd love to do the training seminar. Like, we just set up the ring. Like, here's your $30. And he's like, oh, no, it said it was 45 And I go, no, it said it was 30 because $30 is all I have. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to, like, fuck with you here. Like, that's what the ad said. And he goes, oh, okay, well, then just... Give me what you have in here. And he's like, are you 18? And I'm like, well, no, sorry, I'm not. Like, it, does that change anything? He's like, well, no, here. Give me your money, sign this form. <laughs> yeah. So I signed the form. I'm like, well, I'm supposed to have a parent signature on this. And my parents, like, lit her at work. And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no. So we all do this. Why bother? Yeah. With the fucking... Fo- you know what? Whatever. Go on. I'm sorry. So we all do this. We get in the ring. And there are some things that I learned that I, like, have kind of carried with me. Like, for example, he gave us this big, long speech about, like, respect in the wrestling business and cool. all this stuff. Like, right. And I was like, Good. yeah, that's great. He's like, before you ever set foot in a wrestling ring, you wipe your feet off on that apron. Damn because right. mm-hmm. you don't carry anything into that wrestling ring with you. Mm-hmm. You show respect. You keep it clean. Damn right. And like, I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. So then we get in, and he's telling us about like you know the ropes and stuff like that. And I, I'm struggling to remember what came first, likely because of what came after. But I believe, yeah, no, yeah, that'll make sense in a second. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just confused. Um, I think we started with just like locking up. Like, okay. just a basic lockup, and, like, doing the steps, okay. you know, where you step and the person steps back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, just doing that over and over and over again, and, like, doing the fucking lockups. 
I don't even think we did like hammer locks or any of that. Okay. Like no holds or anything. Just literally the lock up. And then he's like, all right, uh, now we're going to teach you how to bump. So we go straight from a lockup to bumps. Okay. Far and, be it for me to question a former legend, but yeah, this seems backwards. Well, this isn't even Mantar yet. This is still Brian Blade. Oh. And you know who is? <laughs> you, know, you know who is in the ring, being the right hand man? You? No. <coughs> Levi McDaniel. No. Yeah. Guys, if you don't know who Levi McDaniel is, and you've ever asked yourself the question, who is the worst wrestler of all time? Now we told you. <laughs> Look this motherfucker up on YouTube. If he Hype is... Gotti is listening to this, which... Oh, dude, I'm, uh, I'm actually going to see Hype Gotti soon, like in oh, person. Dude. We're actually going to fucking meet. That's fantastic. I'm stoked. Uh... Yeah, but... So Levi McDaniel is the right-hand man for this. <laughs> and so... Makes Levi take a bump. And to me, the bump looks fine. Sure. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, you are a fat sack of shit. <laughs> he's, he's the worst type of skinny yeah. fat. Yeah. Um, and so, I'm realizing that, like, oh, okay, so, like, I know what a ring is made of now. And in my brain, a ring is made of the steel, mm. the 2x12s, mm. the boards, carpet padding, oh. and, then a vinyl, and then a vinyl canvas. Yep. You know, just one layer of carpet padding and a vinyl canvas. Seems fine. Sure. Even if that's seven sixteenths, no, that's sure shit wasn't. Not good. So, they're showing us all like this bump or whatever, and they have this dude like the holding the ropes and bump, mm-hmm. sit on your partner's back, fall right. off. Yeah, and then they're like, "All right," uh, and then by this time, Mantar has shown up. Now was he wearing the cow? <coughs> no, he was actually doing a crazed Turkish man gimmick at the time. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Strife or somebody out in Omaha tried yeah. to book him yeah. uh, to do Mantar, and he showed up doing this, and it was yeah. like, yeah, I don't do Mantar anymore. And it was like, yep. well, why the fuck would we book Why you? would we ever want you? Yeah. Um, and so he shows up, and he gets in the ring. Uh-huh. And Blade is like, all right, uh, I forget what Mantar's actual shoot name is, but he calls him by his shoot name. He's like, I think it's Mantar. Yeah, man.tar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, his first name is Tar. It's hit Tar Comma Man. Oh. Yeah. Please, Mr. Man Tar is my father. <laughs> so he stands in the ring and just holds out his arm. Okay. Oh. And Blade is like, all right, run into his clothesline and take a bump. And he has us literally just run at this clothesline and taking bumps and, like, feeding around in a line. Feeding for what, the bullet bomb? Yeah, for the bullet bomb. Yeah. Surprised Casey wasn't there, honestly. Was he honestly. putting anything into this at all, or just literally standing there holding his arm out and making you guys run into it? Every once in a while, he'd give a swing to it sure. if he wanted to be a real prick about it, because a lot of us were pre-bumping because it fucking hurt. And you and you don't have a clue what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, and then they would yell at us for pre-bumping, so we had to do this drill for what felt like, conservatively, like an hour. <laughs> And so we're, like, bumping and shit, and, like, all of us by the end are, like, holding our heads and are being like, oh, this fucking hurts. Because it was boards, uh, like, fucking very thin carpet pad and a vinyl canvas. That, and with all due respect, you guys probably weren't doing it right. No, not bumping well at all. The fuck? And so we're done, and everyone's, like, kind of just, like, feeling like shit, Mm -hmm. and then they just kind of called it a seminar after that. We didn't even do rolls or anything. Um, <laughs> Tom's yeah. face. 
So then we leave, and I'll go to my buddy's house, because it was within walking distance. And we're all just, like, laying on the couch. Just like, oh, this hurts. We all pop a bunch of Advil, and then we show up for the show. And we watch the show. It was fantastic from what I remember. Sure. However, watching it back, probably terrible. Right. Not many bumps happened. I do remember that, because uh-huh. I popped huge on a suplex, because it was the first bump of the match. Right. And I understand why they weren't bumping. Of course. Um, and then, of course, after the show, all of us seminar kids then tore down the ring. Um, and How many people do you think ended up doing this seminar? Oh, just like the five of us. But, say five people, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, $150? Yeah. And oh. a free ring crew. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And all they, all they, all they had to do was... That. <laughs> Hold out my arm for a bit. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah. So Off Mantar. The legendary name of Mantar. Yeah, I had sure. not heard this story in that much detail before. Dude. And I then, like, we tore down the ring. And then I remember, just to top off what I was in heaven. Like, it was fantastic. Sure. I think I actually, they actually did let me do some, like, running the ropes mm-hmm. and stuff. Because they could tell I was the only one who was actually into it. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I think I have, like, a news clipping of me, like, running the ropes, and, like, there's a dude doing a drop-down okay. over me, and I'm, like, stepping over him or whatever. Um, but the icing on the cake of the whole day is we're tearing the ring down whatever, and this dude's like, oh, chuck this tire onto the trailer to, like, hold the tarp down. It's just, like, a spare tire or whatever. So I pick it up over my head and go to throw it and brain myself in the back of the head with it and give myself a, like, shoot concussion from it. And so on top of the probably concussion I had from bumping earlier, uh, I gave I gave myself another one. Dude, what? How? <laughs> Just one of the worst wrestling experiences I've ever had, and also one of the best. So let's jump ahead just a little bit. Yeah. How do you find Zout? So, I went to high school for two years with our very own Bailey Bright. Okay. I played on the same football team as him. Mm-hmm. We kind of knew each other because we both knew that we liked wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bailey would, I'm going to tell some embarrassing stories because I can. Oh, it's great because he does listen to the show. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bailey, I do remember when you wore the Ultimate Warrior armbands to do deadlifts. Awesome, love it, hilarious. I love it. Also, I, I, I'm not mad about that at all, honestly. <laughs> or disrupting like an entire school day because he had like a bunch of the dudes on the football team, like have a, like, wrestling spot fest in the gym. Okay. Hilarious. He also gave someone an RKO in our English teacher's classroom. Love it. (laughs) And so, for comparison, once he graduated, Mm -hmm. I had the same English teacher. Mm -hmm. And I had him for a speech class. And we had to do, like, an instructional speech, like, teaching someone how to do something. So I taught my entire English class how to bump. Oh, amazing. I went, we took, I took him up to the wrestling room and taught him how to bump. That's and so I was bumping onto wrestling mats for a speech. I that are yep. mm. deathmatch guy, not really. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So Bailey and I went to high school together, played football together, and so he's graduated, and he like shows up one day after school. Like I think I was at track practice or something, just to say hello to the team or whatever. Mm. And he like pulls me aside. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm training at this place called Funky Monkey." Right. And I'm like, "Oh, dope! Like, what is that? I've never heard of it." Because again. I'm just now, at this point, like, as a sophomore or junior in high school, like, learning about, like, Ring of Honor. Sure. And New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
and like all of this. Stuff, I'm like, what the? Which fuck? is exhilarating. Yeah. Because having having gone through like a version of that myself, when you only know the shit that's on TV, and then you find out, yeah, you know, oh fuck, there's there's much more. There's so much to wrestling. This. Yeah. I'd never gotten that before because as far back as I can remember, I've been going to indie I shows. I wanted yeah. to be a gangster. Uh, <laughs> He got it. Yeah. Uh, so I was actually going to bring this up earlier because he was talking about like only knowing the WWE stuff and then finding everything else later. Yours was almost, like not quite, but almost the inverse of that. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like you were actually going to independent shows long before uh, him or I were. So far as like your age or anything, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to an independent show until I, I was. Shit, I was. I think I was over twenty. I was probably twenty twenty one. Oh wow! How, what year was that? Actually, no. I can I can do the math. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I think the first independent show I ever went to would have been in '06. I was born in '84, mm-hmm. so I was. Yeah. So I even I was, like, was twenty one because it was early in the year. Yeah. Even on the timeline, I was going to indie shows two years before you. Right, right, right. I yeah. started in '04. Wow. So like as far first, as I can remember, it's indie shows and oh hey, there's also this stuff on TV. The the first time that I remember being like very confused about like there being wrestling that existed outside of what was on television. Although mm-hmm. here's the thing, when I was like hip deep in my fandom, there was WWE, WCW, and even ECW yeah. on TV every fucking week because they had that like ECW was syndicated but then they got their TNN deal yeah so there was that brief time period where almost every day of the week I could watch wrestling from a different company yeah you know on a major platform but I remember reading um, like PWI or some magazine because I had a job at a grocery store and I was like (laughs) well magazines are expensive but I'm working here, so I just would read them on the clock. Yeah. That's a horrible employee. No, but I would too. I would read like results, but it would list these shows that I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You yeah. know what I mean? It would say like you know ECWA Super Eight Tournament. I'm like, "Yeah, huh?" But I would see like a name that was here was also here, and yep. I was like, "Well, how does that work?" Because my mind was trained to be like, "Oh, if you work if you wrestle for the WWF." That's, That's it, yeah. right? And then I would see and like I see- Sh- like Shane Douglas's name was all over these independents. But I was like, how is that possible? He's an ECW. So, and actually, something like that is something that actually I forgot to bring up. Is that soon after I started watching SmackDown, mm-hmm. like, for the first time, I also got into a company known as TNA. Okay. Mm. And so I was huge into TNA in, like, 08, 09, when, like, oh, the man, main event mafia... Probably, like, the last... Decent yeah. years, maybe. Because I remember, like... You were getting into that as I was getting out. Yeah. I think it was 07, 08, I was like, I'm out. Bye. Like, because I remember reading about, like, Diesel in, like, my encyclopedia and stuff like that. Sure. And then turning or tuning into TNA and being like, hey, wait a minute, that Diesel guy looks an awful lot like this Kevin Nash fellow. Do they still have the six-sided ring at this point? Yeah. Now, was that something that snagged your attention then? That was, like, wild to me. Yeah. I was like, how do you do this? But I I bid on it immediately. Main Event Mafia was my favorite thing. Yeah, okay. And, like... The first time I ever saw the six-sided ring, it blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck? It wasn't so much the ring as it was, like, the different way that they told stories there. Okay. Because it was like, oh my god, they're, like, beating each other with lead pipes, and it's like gang warfare out here. What right, the cause, hell? Because WWE at this point has already gone... PG. Yeah, they're super soft. Yeah. And so, like, that completely blew me away. But, yeah, so TNA was a big thing for me, too. Gotcha. But, so, high school, Bailey. Bailey. To get Pokemon, back to... Yeah. Sorry, yes. A multiple, multitude of side tangents wow. there. Wow. Got deep there. 
Um, Funky Monkey, what's that? He is talking about like training, and he's talking about like, yeah, I'm gonna be like, I've been refing here for a little bit. I'm actually gonna be making my debut soon, and so the time comes finally that he makes his debut mm-hmm. in the like over the top rope rumble or whatever you guys called it. Sure. Um, and so I go to that show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is really fun. Yeah. I remember watching like Braxton versus Stumpy, oh, and that was being like, good. yeah, I was like. Holy fuck. Mm. That's awesome. It's these two really big bastards beating the shit out of each other. Right, yeah. Loved it. Um, Stumpy took a bump onto Legos or some shit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That seems right. Um, and so, yeah, then the over-the-top rope was, like, fun watching Bailey. It was pretty cool. He did, like, a thing with Havens or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, like, his first few, yeah. I think. Yeah. And so then I went to, like, the, I think the next show after that, which... Or, no. No, no, no. My mind gets a little bit foggy there. But I remember that I was at the show before Cage's retirement. Okay. Because I wasn't there for, like, yeah, the retirement show, for whatever reason, I had a track meet or something. But, like, Cage announcing that, like, the next show was going to be his last. Mm-hmm. And, like, Cage having a match that night. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, going, like, who the fuck is this Matt Cage guy? Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Like... Cage blew me away the first time I saw him. He's he's alright. <laughs> I don't remember seeing you, Tom, which is wild. I'm positive I was on both. Yeah, no, I have like, absolutely. very vivid memories of the first time I saw Tom. And, like, I just don't... I don't know. Like, Cage is the one who struck me because he, like... As far as I can remember, is like, that's the kind of wrestler that I kind of want to be. Sure, yeah. And, like... Because I never was interested in being, like, the high-flying guy. Right. I was never interested in being, like, big, brute power guy. Like, I was always, like... See, that's also interesting because then, like, knowing you now, you almost are kind of what a... If I'm... Unless I'm misreading this mm-hmm. here. You kind of are the wrestler that you had envisioned yourself to be. Yeah. Which is, is very, very cool and good on you because, like, a lot of guys, like myself included, were not the guys we thought we were going to be. I wanted to be a high flyer until I got up to the top rope and did a splash and knocked the wind out of myself. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I was a small guy when I started, so I thought I was going to have to do shit like that, too. I, like, as far as I can remember, like, I've always been drawn to the guys who were really good at talking mm -hmm. and who could do, like, good ground-based stuff. Okay. So, like, my favorite wrestlers growing up were, like, Punk, Mm -hmm. and then Brian drew me back in. And, like, then once I got into the indies, like, Adam Cole mm. was and still is, like, one of my favorite wrestlers. Baby. Watching old stuff, like, Sean was amazing to me. Yeah. <clears throat> and so That, like, that's, that like, 95 through 97 run for Shawn Michaels yeah. is... is uh, Unmatchable. Yeah. Like, and even, like, I watched, you know, his I've had, stuff... I've had heated debates with people about his best stuff. And for me, I'm like, it's oh, dude. everything past the comeback... And then right behind that is that 95 through 97. Yeah. And and then the, maybe like 90, maybe 93 to 95. Honestly, it's it's kind of like a steady trajectory for me. Yeah. But oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, the more he, the longer it went, the better he got, in yeah. my opinion. And like, his run up to, uh, up to Mania 25 mm-hmm. is like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Like, that was so good to me. Yeah. Um, and oddly enough, I was really drawn to a, a debuting Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Mm. Despised him, but mm. I loved him. Interesting. I don't know what it was. Very magnetic. 
Um, do you dream broken dreams? I do. Did you ever I notice that uh, young Drew McIntyre looks like a gigantic Brian Kendrick? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Too. Yeah, yeah. And that because Brian Kendrick looked like a young Leonardo DiCaprio by the transitive property, Drew yeah. McIntyre looks like a gigantic young Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. I love it. Yes. Let's recast <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Uh, have you ever noticed that uh, Brian Kendrick looks a lot like uh, this wrestler who used to be in ROH uh, by the name of Spanky? Yeah. He looks a lot like... <laughs> Brief note on Spanky. Had amazing entrance music. He also had two of the best names for moves ever. Slice bread number two? No. Um, he had a hangman, like, for a neckbreaker, but mm. down into a face buster, mm -hmm. which he called Dr. Teeth. Oh, okay. I think I remember that. Yeah. And then, um, I think he, it was like a satellite DDT or something like that that he called the Electric Mayhem. That's that's fun. And so, I, big Muppets guy over here, <laughs> Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem is awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, okay, so you go to Funky Monkey. Cage is dead. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and so the time finally comes that. I graduate from high school, mm. and like the month that I graduate from high school, Bailey contacts me and is like, hey, there's this new place opening up, it's called Zawa, mm. uh, I'm going to be training there, would you be interested? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that'd be fantastic, because in the meantime, I had also done another seminar with the MWA, where... Now Mantar came whoa, back whoa, whoa, whoa. this time, right? No, this, this time is a wasn't. second... Oh, yeah. The long-forgotten second seminar. This one's an even fuckier story. Oh, no. Because the week of that seminar, I had been uh, practicing for sectionals for track. Mm -hmm. And as I was doing my warm-ups for pole vault, completely destroyed my foot, my left foot. My ankle gave out, and I jumped off the top of my foot and sprained all of the tendons on the top of my foot and my ankle. Like, completely blew the fucker up. It was like the size of a baseball. Um, also in my left knee, I have sprained my MCL. And, like, I've done a lot of bad shit to my body, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, and so, I was, like, supposed to be on crutches, like, should have probably been in a boot. And instead, what I was doing <laughs> is I was going to a pro wrestling seminar and running the ropes... This one hosted by, let me guess, we had Mantar on the first one, you said it's not Mantar on this one, I'm trying to go with someone of his ilk, the goon, Repo Man, I Bastion wish, Booger. I wish you're all going to be disappointed, it was still Brian Blade. Ah! He did not remember me, which was upsetting. <laughs> um, same town, same location? Yep, same location, everything. Um, some real shit fucking shows out there, yeah. you know it? Like, uh -huh. How long is this after the first one? Was it two? Like a years? year or two afterwards. So, like, now I'm, like, even deeper into wrestling fandom. Like, Did these I know shows the indies. draw at all, by the way? The first one drew all right. I would say in the 30 people range. Woo! Like, woo! <laughs> like, you know, a, a good house for, for, like, for what they're... For yeah. The, for the, okay. For a town of three-ish thousand people... Like, yeah, a lot of people eat spam. Just none of the ones I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do this second seminar. I'm running the ropes with a sprained ankle. I finally go like, hey, can I please stop? This hurts. They let me stop. 
and then the seminar is just over. At this one, I am the only person there. Oh, no. It's just me. They teach me how to do front bumps. They revisit back bumps. Whatever. Any hoot. I go to that show, too. It drew, like, four people. Painful, sitting there. Bad. Um, Oh, no. A considerably worse show. Um, But, yeah. So, anyway. So, then I start training with Zawa. So, when you start training with Zawa, how long is this after your ankle... Thing. Uh, about a year and a half. Okay, a so you're, so you're good now. You're fu- you're no, 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 I'm completely fine. Okay, okay, Other good. Other than the swelling still hasn't gone down. In my but... brain, I have to like th- that. It, it makes me queasy when you talk about spraining your ankle in that way. So in my brain, I have to be like, okay, at this part of the story, his ankle is fine. So yeah. that my brain will allow me to listen to the words that you're saying. Yeah. No, no, no. Because otherwise, like... I'm like. Ugh. And the thing about spraining an ankle, too, is, like, it never goes back to 100%. Mm. So, like, it's always prone to re-spraining. So, I've like, also heard that sometimes they can be worse than a break. Oh, it hurts like a bitch. Oof. Um, like, so, like, I sprained it that first time my junior year doing track, and then I sprained it again twice playing football Ugh. my senior year. Um, but I was all good after that. <laughs> um, you got it. You got it. It's all right. It's a good ankle. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, start training with Zawa. My ankle is fine. Okay. Um, I'm one of the first class. Yep. I remember meeting you. But even before I got started training, I remember I had, um, a band trip to Florida. We were okay. performing at Disney World. There you go. Um, and so I felt so bad cause like Zeke had been messaging me and been like, Hey kid, do you want to start like after you graduate high school, like, late May or whatever. And I was like, yeah, no, that sounds great, blah, 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 Like, raring to go. I went to, like, one session, and then I was like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. Like, Mr. Zishi, I'm so sorry. I forgot that I have to go to Florida for this thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, super formal about it. Yeah. And then he's like, nah, that's fine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Mr. Zishi. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Zishi, no. <laughs> if I can sidebar for a second, too. I just remembered this. I remember, I think I messaged Stump. When okay. I was, like, 16 years old about possibly training at FCW. Oh, wow. I'm not for sure, but, yeah, I think that was a thing that happened. That's awesome. Cause I'm That's really... awesome. Uh, but, yeah, so then go to Florida, come back fully into training. I dive in. So I remember meeting you for the first time at Dakota's first... Yeah, the SB Cellular uh, show. Yep, the fir- his first match. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had short sure. hair. Yeah, that was not a good decision. That was a fuck. <laughs> so... Okay. Yeah. You were part of the first class. Yes, I was. So this was 2017. Yep. My memory is shit. Mm-hmm. So I do remember you. I do not remember the first time we met. Do you? I think the first time we met, and I'm trying to think too, because, like, within there, there was, like, so much weird stuff that happened, because, like, Jess was a member of our oh. class for a while. Mm-hmm. And then she was gone. Super nice, but, like, yeah. just not cut out for it. Like, And, like, at the same time, too, like, I was working a full-time job, like, as a weed whacker for oh, the that's local great. park district. <laughs> like, carrying a weed whacker for 40 hours a week. Yeah. And so I was, like, like completely just, like, brain dead when I would show up to training because I was so exhausted all the time. Um, but I think the first time that we met, honestly, might have been when you were teaching us, like, chain or something like that. Okay. I do remember you teaching us, like, holds and yeah. stuff. 
And you were like, I do the Boston Crab. And I was like, cool. <laughs> so, now, in your early stages of Zawa, how are you mentally comparing it to your seminars that you've done so far? Um, Actually, you know, I do, I just, thank you for unlocking another memory in here. I remember getting complimented on my bumps. Okay. When I first showed up. Because people are like, oh, like, those are decent bumps. Right. Like, did someone teach you before? And I was kind of like, yeah, but it wasn't great. Sure. <laughs> and, like, it just, it felt so much better. Yeah. Than, like, the other thing. It felt, like, actually legitimate. Well, because it was. Well, the small too. ring also has padding. That's not yeah, no shit. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too, where I was, like, I was not afraid to, like, absolutely murder myself on those bumps. Because I was like, oh, this is bumps like a dream. Yeah. This is great. So in a in a weird fucky way that the seminars were kind of a blessing. Yeah, no shit. Slightly beneficial because it's much easier to go from a stiff ring to yeah. This is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Rather than if you went the opposite route and then you end up yeah. with a shit ring. You're I like, oh no. I went to I I did I did the opposite way. Yeah. First bump I took in RCCW, I was like, oh, yeah, it's that, a nice that, ring, that, but it does not fucking move. It's stiff, but yeah. No, you learn. Um. <laughs> You'll learn. You'll these these rubber pants are hot. You, you wear, wear them till you, you learn. learn. <laughs> uh, so my memories of you during this first class. So I took that first like I take training seriously, but like yeah. I took that first class like very seriously because that was the first time I'd ever like yeah really been like okay this is you know something I'm gonna do. And my memories of you were it was basically the my general consensus was yeah he's actually good I just wish he was here all the time. Yeah. And I, I, at the time, I was like, I got it that, I was like, okay, he's in school, he's working, you know, I, I get that, you know, like, real life always, mm -hmm. you know, is going to come first. And that was just kind of my thing, it was just kind of like, fuck, man, I wish that kid was here every week. But I, yeah. I completely understood then, and I understand now, like, why you couldn't be. Yeah, and so, like, so that was summer 2017, and so, like, I was there every day for, like, the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, Thursdays and Fridays in Rock Falls, Sundays with Judd, which yeah. were fucking hell. What an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Judd. No, I, don't like, he, I don't think he listens to this. Uh, Somebody uh, will rat us out to him, though. Yeah. No, but, like, I did all of those summer sessions, and then it was, like, time for me to go to college. Mm. And, like, my parents were always like, like, you've got to fucking go to school. And I wanted to go to school, too. Like, you yeah. know, I enjoy... I'm. Weirdly enough, someone who enjoys school and, like, I'm good at it. Like, yeah. not to be, like, a piece of shit and cocky or whatever. Mm. But, like, it's something I've always been good at. I enjoy it. Brag. Yeah. I'm fucking smart. Good brag here a bit. Uh. But, yeah, so I decided it was time for me to go to school. I was going to do it anyways. And so, yeah, I had to leave wrestling, which sucked. But I was like, I'll be back in the summer. Like, mm. you know, because my first year, too, I was like, I can't leave during the school year. Sure. Like, that's a bitch. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I'd ever be able to do that. Little did I know, flash forward a couple of years, and I'd be here every fucking weekend. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I went to school, which, to your point, like, I disappeared. Yeah, because I, I was, at this point, I was I just helping quit. around. I was yeah. just helping, helping out, and, like, saw you a couple times, and then all of a sudden... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I refed that whole SV Cellular show. I watched Tom oh, you fuck Oh, I remember you refed that match. Oh, yeah, that, that was show. his first yeah. match, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I also refed... You refed uh, the entirety of Steamer Slam. Yeah, and I refed... Uh, I remember on that SV Cellular show, too, 
uh, refing a, a Bobby Houston match. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And I was like, hey, like, so, like, in the ring, yeah. I'm asking Bobby, I'm like, hey, so, like, what's the finish? And he literally told me, like, just count to three. Yeah. And I went, okay. Dude, like, that's a guy that, like, if we can, like, drag him out of retirement... Yeah. I want to have one more fucking match with him so bad. Yeah. And it's it's bonkers to me that, like, I think of all the time that we were, like, in the business together, we had two matches, one-on-one, ever. Really? Two. One when, in, like, 09, when I was, like, didn't really have a clue yeah. what I was doing, but, like, he kind of did, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And then one at some point in Funky Monkey, I remember we had, and it was, yeah. like, totally different matches. But still good in their own right. But man, I want to like yeah. get him off his fucking couch, dude. Yeah. At the very least, I just want him around more. I want to be able to, yeah. like, hey, Mister. I would Sir, love if you that's see my that, That's a guy, by the way, that is, is never going to get the credit that no. that he deserves. Like he he's one of those under the radar, like great workers, good dudes, awesome promoter. Mm-hmm. I wish he would be around to like agent Zawa. Yeah, yeah, because he could help out a lot of us younger folk. He's very smart. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I remember that. I repped all of Steamer Slam, which actually, good buddy and bitter rival Mike Hartenbauer <laughs> sent me a photo a while back of me with short hair oh, holding yeah, up his yeah. hand. He also had hair. Mm-hmm. It was a weird <laughs> time for both of us. Uh, I remember yeah. that so vividly because uh, at that point I was like, hey, I know his name is Connor and he's around sometimes. Yeah. So I was like prepared to get to know you more. And then you disappeared. And then I disappeared. So, okay, so let's jump ahead a little bit to your first match, because I was at this show. Oh, no. We have to talk we, about we it. We gotta talk. Gotta do it. Got to. You got to. Got to. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> praise Dale, praise hail. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> um, Tip the veal. Try the waitress. <laughs> folks, so, like, you, your first match that we're about to talk about was not well. I was not in a great mood. I had probably yeah. the worst match I'd ever had. On the really? same show, yeah. It, do, you, it, 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 do, huh? you, do you know specifics? It was Are me you... and uh, Jared Thumb. Yeah. Mm. And I, I was like... So oh, I you... recall this so well. I, I was in the back, I was like, so what do you do? It's like a lot of thumb-based jokes or whatever. You just fart on our No, podcast? it's the chair again, Tom. <laughs> All right. You've accused me twice now. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I was like, so like, you want to start with like something funny, like do thumb wrestling? And he's like, wow, I never thought of that. And I go... How? Your name's Jared Thumb, and you're in wrestling, and you never thought of doing thumb wrestling? What the fuck? <laughs> um, no, I remember... Nice guy, but, like, he just I'm didn't so know... He, he just hadn't figured out any yeah. of the shit yet. But, okay, so your first match. So it's, this is actually, like, July of 2017 still, so I haven't gone to college yet. I did the fucking AP program of Zawa Live, where, like, Dakota and Bailey and Herrick had been training for, like, three or so months before I showed up. Right. I was done with my training in three months. Yep. Yeah. Like, I zipped that was, through. That was like, I, I said it uh, um, around the time of my debut. I was like, Gage is basically the Connor of this class. Mm-hmm. Shows up late and catches on quick. Yeah. yeah. And so... Which is great, too, because like because schedule and everything. Like, I remember, like, you would come in and be like, here's the shit that we did in the last several weeks. And, like, you, you got it very fast. But it was also just like a, you have to get this very fast or... Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. You know, whatever. Um, I had a better flip bump on day one than Dakota did. So, probably now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so this first match, let's set the scene a bit. It is mid-July, 
2017. Mm-hmm. The ring, the 14x14 14 ring, is set up in front of Bowman Auto Center. Oh, great. Right. Yep. In Rock Falls slash Sterling, Illinois. Yeah. Somewhere in betwixt. People just driving by. People on Actually, the highway. It's, I thought it was like almost outside of Rock Falls on the other side. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, whatever. it's like pretty close to... Sorry, Commissioner. Yeah. I, well, I'm just trying to set the Aren't scene. Aren't you fuck right off? All right, well, these let me just... I just, want, I just want to say words on my goddamn show. Okay. He does own the network. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the weather that day, conservatively speaking, mm-hmm. a thousand degrees. Yeah. In the shade. In the shade. Yeah. 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 There's like maybe 20 people at this show. Yeah. And uh, bless them. You'll yeah. have that. I showed up to set up the ring real fucking early. <laughs> Tom shows up as the third match is happening, already in his gear, in this, his buggy, this, the, yeah. pissed off. This was this was not a great day for no. me. <laughs> I say, oh, hey, Mr. Rose, how's it going, man? <laughs> I like how you're, you're... He ignores me. Oh, I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I, I like how your green Connor voice is the same as <laughs> the Malachi story. Oh, Mr. Cannon, please. Because <laughs> I was like, I was brutally formal. Yeah. When I first started. Mm. Um, I am wrestling that night as Golden Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. In the mask and the shitty bell bottoms. <laughs> Golden Boy is the Zawa equivalent of one of the conquistadors, by the way. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you don't have the context here, it, it's... It, it's basically the same thing. Every it, famous Zawa grad has been Golden Boy. If you ever see a match with Golden Boy... I'm not Boy, a famous Zawa grad, then. <laughs> not yet. Uh, if you ever see a match with Golden Boy and you're going to place a bet, probably bet on the other guy. Yeah. 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 So you do the the twenty twenty one equivalent is the killer bees. Yeah. Yes. Uh so I'm Golden Boy versus Bailey, someone who I've wrestled in practice matches sure. dozens of times. Like at this point we know how to call a match to each other. Mm-hmm. I still have no offense mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, you don't learn moves until you're a couple of months in at least and I'm That's the way it should be, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like I I think the move Zeke was trying to make me learn at the time was an atomic drop. Sure. Like, I didn't have jack diddly shit. Actually, I, th- I think at the time I was doing a pendulum backbreaker, which was crazy. Yeah. Dude, he had us learning, like, sidewalk slams and shit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I have no moves. But I'm freaking out for yeah. this simple-as-fuck match where I just need to get squashed by Bailey. Sure. So we put this match together like a thousand times. Mm. And I go out and we have the match. And it's fine. Until the finish. (laughs) (laughs) The finish is meant to be flying jobber axe handle. I get super kicked. That's it. It's the Sean show. Yeah. Yeah. But just off the middle rope. The Seanton? The Shelton. No, the Shelton. Shelton. I like. I yeah. think I like that. The Shelton is something different. Yes. Um. Instead, what happens? <laughs> I, I remember, by the way, watching this clearly Ugh. from inside the building. Can I sidebar with a quick fun fact that just makes this even funnier? Sure. So <laughs> this is the first time I ever met Ty Pregel. Mm-hmm. And. I go up to him like, hey man, how's it going? Like, my name's Connor, I'm new here, blah, blah, He's like, oh, my name's Tyler. I was like, so what do you do, Tyler? He's like, oh, I'm a teacher. And as he's saying I'm a teacher, he is taking a Dr. Pepper and pouring several shooters of Jack Daniels into it. (laughs) 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 
just was like, you're a teacher and you're going to wrestle drunk? Wrestling drunk, by the way. Something completely foreign to me at the time. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, flash forward. Ty, Tom, others are sure. watching through the glass window. Oh, yeah. Of this of fucking... Auto. Our locker room, one of the walls was glass. Yeah. You could he... see right fucking in. Yeah. So they're all watching this match. I jump off of the middle rope. Brett's rope, the most dangerous rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brett. Bailey throws the super kick. There's a little malfunction at the junction. Mm-hmm. The finish is actually a super kick right into my fucking dick and balls. <laughs> I wish I had... I, and he got there, all of it. Is there any footage of this? I hope not. I don't think there is. I want so because desperately to see holy fuck, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Because it was 95 yeah. degrees outside, I was already on the verge of, like, throwing up in the mask. <laughs> and then I just get rocked in the dick. It looked so fucking incredible that there was a brief moment where I think it was me and, and Pregel were like, was that supposed to be the finish? <laughs> like, it, it was one of those accidents that looked too perfect. Yeah. And I remember laying on this hot canvas... Like it just burned my skin and just going <laughs> You you probably were thinking a what would become an almighty Tom quote. Oh my dick and balls, everything is awful. <laughs> yeah. Precursor to the everything is awful. Yeah, so that was my first match. Um and then I go to the back and everyone asks if my dick and balls are okay mm-hmm. while they're laughing at me. And I go, Yeah. You can't judge us for laughing. No. Oh, okay, good. Hilarious. So it's absolutely hilarious. If you had been on the other side of that glass window. Yeah. I would have been laughing my ass off at whoever the poor schmuck was that just got super kicked directly in the nuts. Oh, man. Um, And then, yeah, so then I didn't quit the business after that, surprisingly. <laughs> um, And then had a, f- a show at the Carroll County Fair, mm-hmm. a tag match, where I blew the finish. I kicked out of Bailey's finish, and then we just did it again. Oh no! Because I was like, I'm not legal, and then I kicked out, and then Bailey goes, "Actually, you are fucking legal," and then just gave me. (laughs) (laughs) I wrestled. My tag team partner was a kid whose gimmick was I wear Calvin Klein shorts to the ring. We changed in a rabbit barn. Um, Rabbit barn? Have you never wrestled at the Carroll County Fair? Oh, I I have. I have. I have. I have. Which so then I think that was my like. Last Rabbit Barn almost made me like start thinking about the movie Us, which I don't oh, want to no. do. Um, and then I think I was twenty seventeen the original Arnie's show. I I or was that twenty eighteen? That might have been twenty eighteen. So okay, so after that Carroll County Fair show, I disappear. Mm. I go to college for a year. I don't come back. I'm like just not around. Right. Twenty eighteen summer, I come back for training. I get the shit kicked out of me again. I get welcomed back into wrestling. I have a couple of matches. This time I actually have gear. I get to wrestle as myself. Mm-hmm. What is uh what is the uh, what is the top of your gear, if I may ask? <laughs> the top of my gear is a throwback Oregon Hawks wrestling singlet that I stole from my high school. I have worn this singlet. Yeah. When I was uh the luchador at RCCW, I legitimately Brayden wore, wore my old gimmicks. His old gear. Which, That's fantastic. I have no memory of you wearing yeah. this. Oh, dude, like, my original gear was... I, I kind of remember you in a singlet. Yeah. Was, I wanted to wear... black? 
I wanted. Well, it was the red singlet top. Okay. With black tights with red, like generic designs sure. on the side. No, I think I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You should, Tom. <laughs> um, I wrapped this match. Yeah. Well, so I have a couple of matches. I, for example, like I wrestle at the Carroll County Fair again. That's 2018 summer. <laughs> the side of the crime. Yeah. Uh, I wrestle Scotty Keys. Oh, I like oh wow. Scotty. It was a decent, it was yeah. like my best match thus far yeah. at that time. He gave me a top rope leg drop that murdered me. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I forgot my knee pads too, which sucked shit. Mm. Oh, bro, um, uh, Scotty Keys used to do that leg drop off a springboard. Fucking hell. He, he's, he's, he's nuts. Yeah, so I wrestled Beefy on that show. Um, and then I kind of fucked off again for a couple of months. And then I wrestled my debut, actually, for Zao Alive was at the Happy Spot versus Bailey. Okay. Um, hmm. I wrestled Bailey in the first show. I was the heel. I cut a promo, which seat gave me mic time, which was wild. Sure. Um, and then Bailey and I had a pretty decent match, actually, for yeah. the first match. Um, and was, then. What was the finish? <laughs> uh, elbow drop. Oh, okay. Top rope elbow. Fuck yeah. Because we had been, we had such a hard-on at the time for the, like, fight to the top rope. He gives me a headbutt elbow drop spot. Okay. So that was the finish. All right. Um, And then in the adult show, it was myself and Sage Phillips versus a newly formed academy. This is where the almighty Sage Phillips... Hey, Berna, have you ever been on an adult show before? No. I can tell you said fuck way too many times. (laughs) Yes. Uh, actually, which I, I have to credit, I have great. to credit Sage Phillips too. We were in the back changing, and I was like asking him a bunch of shit because he's like, "Hey man, like, what do you think?" Blah blah blah. Yeah. Just like trying to be a sponge or whatever. And he was like, "Hey, do you like keep a record of all your matches?" And I was like, "Well, no, I've only had like a handful." Sure. And he's like, "You should start doing it now." That's what like, I wish I had done. He's like, "I have a Google Sheets of like all of my matches," and so right there. On yeah. my phone, got it. And I still keep that detailed, like, to That's this That's awesome. That's something I really wish I had done. Um, so, shout out to Sage Phillips for, like, also, instructing. Also, by the way, shout out to Sage Phillips. Yeah. I like Sage Phillips. Love him. Good dude. Great wrestler. That kid used to fucking pay money to watch me wrestle. Yeah. Like, he's been around forever and a day. I remember meeting him when he was, like, shoot 15. Dude. At uh, shows, just getting pictures and autographs and stuff. Like, I love him. Awesome Absolute guy. great dude. Almost got to wrestle him. You you and him would actually like yeah, tear it up. like tear like uh, like uh, uh, style wise just click yeah because he, you guys all, wrestled the same fucking style you guys wrestled the same style he's just like heavier but a foot shorter than you so <laughs> like yeah it would work it, well. it would actually that would be excellent um so yeah wrestle with Sage mm-hmm. was a good time the only thing I remember from that match is getting chopped by Ty and then also us taking the he picks me up for the Samoan drop. Sage comes at him with a crossbody. Catch. Fall yep. away slam yep. Samoan drop, which was terrifying. He uh, had you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got you. Uh, and then the next day, Arnie's burned down. Oh, yep. yeah. Um, I had a match then in 2018 with Mario Cravello, mm, which I fucking dude. love Mario. That's Mario's the only great. match I've ever had with him. Very good guy. Uh, which is upsetting. Mm. I did the fucking Nigel Lariat. In that, but, uh, what, not fuck, the what, what, do you, what, what do you call it? Not the wacky line. Oh, okay, that, the that's other it. one, where you hang them up on the top rope, give them the. Lariat. Oh, okay, you still do that, don't you? Every once okay. in a great while, um, but that was the first time I ever did it because I watched the Miz do it. 
because The Miz is, like, one of the people who influences me the most for whatever reason. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, that's one of... Actually, that's the... One of two matches in Zawa I ever wrestled as a face. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that. Then I wrestled you, Tom, on an adult show. I remember that. Yeah. I only remember the finish. Yeah. Scorched Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what else I fucking remember in that match? Oh, And no. only barely... Oh, I remember, God. so I had called a match, a six-man tag. It was me, Herrick, and recurring tag partner, Sage Phillips, mm-hmm. versus the Fun Police. Okay. Uh, Casey gave me a shoot fish hook in that match. I almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we gave him, I believe, a triple super kick at the end. Okay. And I laid it the fuck in. Good. Um, I gave Sergeant... Or Sensei Bach, mm. a really shitty spine buster, and that was the last time I ever did a spine buster. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then I remember after getting done with that match, it was the same night as you and Bailey um, for the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And so I remember coming up to you and be like, hey, like, we're wrestling at the adult show. Like, what do you want to do? And you going, talk to me once this show is over. And I was just like... I had a lot... Sorry, uh, I, I wasn't trying to be rude. I had a lot, like, on my mind for that. Yeah, and I figured, too. Yeah. And so then I tried to come to you once the adult show started. He's like, come back to me in, like, a little bit once I finish this beer. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he's like, everyone else on this show is doing funny haha. Let's do They Came for Stiff. And that's the first time I ever heard They Came for Stiff. <laughs> and so the story of the match then became, you were going to beat the piss out of me, but you were going to let me get a little bit in. Um, and then you beat the piss out of me, including hanging me in the tree of woe, running like you were going to give me a cactus dropkick. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sack tapping me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Riding my nuts across the top rope. There was a peep, there were people in the crowd screaming for me to murder your dick for some yeah. reason. Yeah, people I went to high school with who were talking about my dick. That's what it was. It was okay. wild. Um, I got in a really <laughs> shitty shooter. I remember that. Like, running shooter. Yeah. Oh, I repped this match, yeah. and I very vividly remember that, because when I saw it, I was like, ah! Yeah, I gave you, like, an elbow drop. It was okay. bad. Yeah, it... it yeah, sorry. Um, Tom, I always try this weird flippy shit with yeah. you. And yeah, that's it. I do the remember moon the salt. last time that you tried yeah. it, and it was kind of like, huh? Uh. Yeah, anyway, so that's 2018, so essentially. This is, okay, so in, in, in my defense, because I feel like I need to, every so often when I work, especially with one of my students, I do shit like that to try to get like I did this with Dakota one night at training and it actually worked and then it never like came through on a show like genuinely shoving someone and like being stiff and being snug and and tagging them just to try to get them to throw it back at me yeah and then be like this is the shit that you need like that's that aggression that's that intensity that's that fire that like people need in wrestling that's not there Uh and it's my biggest hurdle it is and eventually I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But that was probably what I was aiming for for that. Yeah. Or I was or I was so mentally, physically exhausted from the Bailey match that I was just kind of like, this is just easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like... And, like, honestly... And that doesn't like, make it right, by the way. I'm just saying that. I mean, other than you giving me a massive concussion, like, mm. the match was great. What uh, was the concussion? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was, was going to say, say, I don't what? remember that at well, all. Well, you gave me a rolling forearm... And I didn't bump on it. Oh. And then I remember you grabbed me and went, bump on this one. And I didn't have a choice. Okay. <laughs> I remember, you can see me on the cell. I have the footage still. Mm-hmm. 
bumping and immediately checking my teeth. Oh. Um, yeah, no, but it was great. Like, <laughs> but it was great. I took, I went home and took photos after that match from like the chops on my chest, and it became one of my Tinder profile photos for the longest time because I looked sexy and also I had some sweet handprints on my chest. Yeah, so thanks, Tom. Did you get any poon? Actually, my current girlfriend and I matched on Tinder, so. There you go. She enjoys beating him as well. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She does. You should see my back. Oh, no. Uh, So, uh, flash forward, 2018, you know, matches happen, whatever. 2019, I get more involved with wrestling. Summer of 2019, I would argue the the most important thing to happen in my career happens. Mm. Mm. I win the Mr. Zawa ladder match. That's right. And I turn heel in the process. Yes, yes. And fucking doors unlock. You're right. Like, I truly believe that I was never meant to be a face in well, wrestling. Well, it's because you're an asshole. You yeah, see. I'm a piece of shit. Like <laughs> everyone. I will me. say this: so like, like the logic from the office at the time before flipping you was basically, you you have a good look. Like you you're you're in good shape. You look like an athlete. You're a handsome guy. So it's kind of like, sure, make him a baby face, and yeah. then you're athletic. Like you're, excuse me, good wrestler. So we were kind of like, yeah, make him baby face. And then, like, you were having matches, and, like, some of them were good, and, you know, and everything else, but, it, like, it, it just wasn't clicking. Mm-hmm. So then it was just, like, I do remember this, and I know you're going to tell this story better, because it, 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 the best intentions of men, right? Yeah. It was like, well, let's turn him heel, he's good on the mic, let's give him goons. Oh, no. And so, here we are. So, the full story of that day... Leading up to it, I had been told, like, I'm sitting in my college dorm, and I get a message from Zeke, like, hey, you're winning Zawa Live Ladder Match. You're turning heel in the process on Bailey," And I'm like, oh, this is so fucking exciting. He's like, and you're getting goons. And I'm like, oh, sure. yay! <laughs> that whole day, I, like, came from a wedding. Okay. Showed up to the ladder match, had the ladder match, which was a weird cognitive dissonance already. Mm. I remember trying to coordinate everyone. And going like, oh, this is going to be difficult. Is this the one that I helped you? Agent yes, no? you did. Yeah, because I remember because I listened I remember to you. I knew that match just as much as you going guys. Going over it the whole time. Yeah, and thinking like, I, I, okay, I maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I remember being like, this fill some time. Yeah, this fill some time. This fill some time. This fill some time. And then none of the fill some time should ever happen. Nope. So then the match was like six minute sprint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was running around like yeah. No, it just like all the spots and shit. I don't think it ended up being bad. No, I I just for some reason thought that it should have been longer. It was just very short, which is a bizarre uh, critique because most of the time I think everything's too long. Yeah. No, so yeah, that happened. I turned heel. I have the goons, the soured saints, with me. Um, You know, we have that run. I don't remember much from that run, honestly, because I wasn't doing much other than just being, An like, asshole. yeah, like a lower mid card mm. heel with goons who yeah. would cheat to win all the time, and then like Solomon Tupu went and started, you know, like making his Dude, own shit, name, yeah. and so like he was gone all the time. Jay Marston was gone all the time, so it ended up just kind of being me, Draven, Sowers, and Jimmy Timms. Yeah. And, like, which was fine for a while. Sure. But it kind of got old. Yeah. You know, like, there's only so many times that you can do all this shit. And it seemed like, from, like, 
June 2019 to, like, honestly, like, January 2020. Mm-hmm. We played out everything that we could. Right. And then, like, you know, so I was just kind of floundering, honestly. Like, wasn't doing much, was never in high-profile matches. I wrestled Kyron for the belt in December 2019. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was a decent match. Yeah. It was pretty fun. But, like, other than that, never really featured. You know, I was I was coming to more and more shows when I could get away from, like, track and stuff. Um, and, honestly, like, so the reason I started showing up to more wrestling shows is because my sophomore year, the 2018 to 2019 year in college, was my last year of track. Okay. I originally set up the stipulation, like, once it stops being fun, I'm done. And my sophomore year of track, I no hided in pole vault at indoor conference. I no hided at pole vault in outdoor conference. I threw, like, shit and javelin. I didn't hurdle at either of them because I didn't want to get, like, blown out of the water. Yeah. And I was like, I need to be done. Sure. Like, plain and simple. I was like, I just can't hang anymore. This isn't fun. So mm-hmm. I quit. And that summer, this is some fucking shit. That summer, I'm at Decora. I'm living in Decora for the summer. I'm working as a journalist in Rochester, Minnesota, mm-hmm. like commuting every day. Mm-hmm. Jesus. With, like hour and a half commute every day. Oof. Yeesh. Yeah, pain in the ass. But it was a lot of fun, so I don't regret it. And like probably late July, early August, I am playing sand volleyball. Okay. okay. Playing sand volleyball, whatever. Go up. Just absolutely crush this massive spike over the net. And I feel my shoulder pop. Mm. And I don't think much of it. I kind of just like shaking it, whatever. I was used to like shoulder pain because like dating as far back as like high school wrestling. Like my shoulders have always been bad because I tried to hold on to really shitty shots Mm -hmm. for longer than I could. And people would like stretch my shoulders out and stuff. Like bench pressing was always hard. Like, I could get up to, like, 225 for a bench, but, like, my shoulders would hurt afterwards, mm. whatever. So I've always had shoulder pain, and, like, throwing javelin doesn't fucking help. No. It just stretches everything you have. So I feel it pop, and I'm like, oh, that was weird, but okay. So for the next couple of days, it's just, like, numb and, like, hanging. But I don't think anything of it. I'm wrestling shows every now and again. How do you not think anything of it? Well, I think I just, like, wore it out. You know, like okay. pitchers in baseball. Depending on, depending on the person and the injury, there are, like, you, you'd be surprised the shit that some people can just shrug off. Yeah, like, I just Fair. shrugged, I was like, you know, I just... This is not something I would shrug off, but, you know what I mean, like... Mm-hmm. You know, I just, yeah, shrugged it off. Yeah. And was like, you know, this is fine, whatever. Flash forward to October of 2019. Which, going back and watching this now, actually in September I wrestled Stumpy. Mm. We did a spot where I go to shake his hand and go to leave, and he does like a shoulder yanking spot. Right. The next show after that I'm wearing a shoulder brace. Right. Like, just bad Which idea. is crazy too, because that just shows how bad your shit's fucked up, because... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not like... That, that's not physically demanding. Yeah. You know, we're not asking you to do headstands or yeah. something. Like. So, like... I go to the doctor in October of 2019 because I've been complaining. Like, I'm trying to do, like, overhead presses in the gym, 
And it's like, my shoulders are on fucking fire. Mm-hmm. My right shoulder specifically, on fire. And it's like, I used to be able to press almost two plates overhead. Like, push jerk, like, two plates. Like, I may not look like it, but I used to be kind of strong. I'm very impressed by that. Like, I could clean <laughs> I could clean 230, bench press 225, squat 250, or 315. Okay. Like, I used to be able to put up weight. <laughs> I, I see yeah. you. Yeah. Tell him, like, mm-hmm. I don't look like it because I've the, never the, been able to put on muscle The clean is the one where I'm just like, excuse me? Oh, uh, the clean was my best lift. This is shocking to me. Yeah, All right. like clean and jerk was like my number one lift. I hate it. That's yeah. my favorite thing to do too. I did it today. I took a shower. <laughs> Brain, that's gross. Um, <laughs> boom. <laughs> so October 2019, I go to the ortho, I go to the doctor, and he's like, "Yeah, you likely uh, tore the labrum in your right shoulder." And I'm just like, oh, well, what does that mean? And he's like, well, I mean, not much. You probably should stop wrestling. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, maybe. And he's like, but honestly, like, with a torn labrum, like, you can use it until the pain is just unbearable. It'll work until it doesn't. Yeah, like, you don't really need it. And so I was like, oh, okay. He's like, we want to schedule an MRI, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that, fine. And my mom, or well, both my parents, are like, we're not going to schedule an MRI because it means you'll have to have surgery. Like, if you think that your shit is, like, actually torn, you're going to have to get surgery. Mm -hmm. And if you get surgery, you're going to have to quit wrestling. And I'm like, well, that's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. And I'm like, as long as I can still wrestle on it, I'm going to. So you haven't had, you never did get that done? Nope. Uh, I've been working on it since then. I've started wearing a shoulder brace. Like, I How does it feel? It hurts. Yeah. I'm not going to bullshit you. Like, it fucking hurts. I've changed my style to work around it. Um, honestly, like, I stopped going to the gym in October of 2020. Because there was one day I picked up a bar, weird, to do curls, and my shoulder popped. And it that one hurt really fucking bad. It pops every once in a while and hurts. But, like, I've noticed that the clicking in it has now stopped. Which means that there is no more tissue in the shoulder for it to click on. That doesn't sound very good. No! Not at all. Um, and not to get too melodramatic about it or anything, but, like... It's kind of borrowed time, mm-hmm. and so I fully anticipate, like, not being around in a little while, because, like, my shoulder, it, it's not good. But you feasibly could get surgery and then rehab mm-hmm. it and come back. Yeah, and my problem is, is it's come at such a time where I've started actually doing good work and getting good bookings. Sure. I don't want to stop. I mean, I... Because, like... I, I get you. To rehab this... It's, like, six months to a year. Yeah. And even further than that, to get back into, like, wrestling shape. Yeah. And so, you know, I've been having the best matches of my career in the past year. They may tell you six months or whatever else, but you got to keep this in mind. 
Chris Benoit was out for about a year with a broken neck, and he came back and killed some fucking people. That's true. You get your ass out there, and you find that fucking dog. I thought you <laughs> were going to go with John Cena there, but Jesus Christ. No, but I... Okay, so, like, I will say this only to try to, like, help motivate you. A lot of times, though, when they do tell you that shit, that's the worst possible, like, the yeah. longest timeline, whatever, because they have to tell you that shit, yeah. because if they tell you anything less, and it ends up being longer, well, that's fucking worse. Yeah. You know, like, there's, there's, I'm not saying it's definitely not going to take that long. I'm saying there's a possibility that it wouldn't take that long. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I have some plans for getting it figured out. But as for right now, you know, like, mm-hmm. some of my best matches have happened. Like, you know, I won the Zala Life Championship mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. And that was fantastic. That's a great feeling. Uh, I've worked for more companies, you know, in the past couple of months than I have, like, throughout my entire career. Right. I'm only up to, like, eight different promotions. Sure. But, you know, it's still a decent amount. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling alright about it. Um, I wrestled fucking this mook for his best match. I, yeah. That was uh, very good. I'll, I'll give him that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. So far, I'm just having a great time. I had what... People have told me in what I would consider my best match a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of just riding the high. Which, by the way, watch that on IWTV, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out Zawa's most recent show. Compiled of fan footage, which is an interesting way to do it. Yeah. That's something. Um, but yeah, like in the meantime, too, you know, I've been doing the college thing. Yeah. I have a girlfriend now. It's great. Yay. Um, I've started designing, like, all of the Zawa posters and stuff like that. You've designed my gear? Designed your designed gear? Designed my gear. Um, yeah, no, actually, and I just recently started a gear design business. Uh, follow Wild Child Designs on Facebook. This is the first time I'm publicly announcing Ooh. it. Wow. Yeah, no, I started I'm honored. as a senior project. Uh, I put together, like, a look. I thought look. I was your senior project. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, you were my first senior project. I did a second one because I am an overachiever. There you go. Where I started a gear design business. So if you're listening to this and need gear designed, uh, hit your boy up. I'll do it. But um, yeah, so that brings us kind of to today. Um, you know, I did. I, it's been mentioned to death on here, but the documentary I did about Braden. Yeah. yeah very good. Uh, designed Braden's gear. Has best match. Designed the okay. logo for this <laughs> podcast. Ah, just. Goes on I on. mean, he. Ju- I just. I owe him my life. Yeah. <laughs> Came up with the name for his finishing move. Yeah. Came up with his tag team name. You did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I just made some up. Anyways, I thought Zishi did I was, that. I was gonna say that was a. Was it? Maybe it was. I no. I'm you not, did the logo I, I'm, not, for I, it. I'm not saying where it came from in reference to this tag team, but I am gonna say there's a movie called Young Guns, starring Emilio Estevez and a. Really good sequel starting oh. called Young Guns 2. Soundtrack oh. by Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi? Yeah. Oh. Hey, Tom. It's fucking dope. Where is Connor? <laughs> Why did you tell me to start asking that, by the way? It's a Simpsons reference. Oh. Whenever Connor's not here, we should be asking, where's Connor? Well, I did it last week. Yeah, you yeah. Did. Um, But yeah, no, that brings me to today. I, as of the recording of this podcast, have had 80 matches. Oh, Wow. That scramble at Anna Fight Underground was my 80th match. Really? Happy yeah. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy Anna-versary. Oh! oh! 
I like that. I um, am so over. <laughs> I have wrestled as a career heel. Yeah. Um, That's a good choice. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit, so it's alright. <laughs> I don't know, like, I could dive deep into just, like, my wrestling style and promos and stuff like that, but that's kind of an abridged history of my wrestling career, I would say. That's actually, that's actually, uh, this was uh, very easy. It was mostly you talking and leading yourself, and I'm actually okay with that. Well, I think no. that worked better for this format. Because it's weird to have two interviewers. Like, we had questions to kind of guide where we yeah. want, but, like, basically you just told your story, so thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Always. Dude, uh, we, Connor, we love having you on this oh, show. Oh, thanks, guys. It's still only two hosts. Yeah. But... Oh, it's two hosts. And the unpaid intern. <laughs> I'm so glad that this unpaid intern could tell his story. Yeah. It's a great tale. Yeah. We might even charge you for it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Um, it's a demerit. <laughs> you talk too long, son. That's coming out of your paycheck. Uh, is this the part where we plug stuff? Do you have anything yeah. else to say here? I don't have any more I don't questions. Know. Do I don't y'all think. have any other questions? What's your favorite color? What's my favorite color? It used to be red. Now it is blue. Hmm. What is your favorite wrestling maneuver? Oh, fuck. See, yeah, That's yeah. a good one. My favorite wrestling maneuver right now is... My finish, okay. The wishful sinful because I invented it. Yes. The it's a skull crushing finale onto the knee and then back up and then completing the skull crushing finale. And One, he two. skull crushed wishful my nose on the sinful. canvas. Yes. Also, all of my moves are named after Doors songs. Tom has been saying I need to change my name from the Wild Child, and I will say I have been obsessing over that. I have some ideas. You can still keep the names of the door songs. Though. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, um, what's your favorite match of all time? My favorite match of all time? Yeah. What's your go-to one to watch? Weird. Uh, so, there's a couple that I've seen. I would pr- approximately... Give, 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 give me, say three. Okay. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Final battle or best in the world. Like Hybrid fight rules? Yeah, hybrid fighting match rules. rules. It's fucking fantastic. It's Everyone should watch it. Um, the match that I show all of my friends who aren't wrestling fans, uh, Kento Ricky Marvin. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. Fuck yeah. It's great. I love it. Um, and then, fuck, I don't know, man. Uh, well, actually, Austin no, Aries I just, yeah, CM I was going to say, yep. Aries Austin Aries, CM Punk for the ROH World title. That one's great. Uh, layered, layered, layered psychology dude, to it. Something that I always go back to is... Aries hits the Pepsi plunge. Yep. Punk kicks out at one. And hulks up. Yeah, hulks because up. Because now he's a WWE guy. Yeah. Wrestling the indie guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, top three, all indie matches for different reasons. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Sweet. That was dope. Yeah. That was great. Thanks was for letting fun. me just uh, fucking tell my story, guys. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you need to plug... Uh, uh, um, I do have to plug, there's this podcast, um, that, uh, some, I listen to it sometimes, I mainly record it, it's called What Are We Even Doing? Um, it's the only What Are We Even Doing that matters. That's right. Yeah, it's a completely original name. Yeah. Uh, our Twitter is at Wowed Podcast, W-A-W-E-D Podcast, no one has it as the name of their house. Um, who names a house? I don't know. Also, that mook stole your nickname, Tom. What? The absolute worst? Well, oh. half of it. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. Aww. Man. Oh, he yeah. stole my first name. Damien. Yeah. <gasps> I'm so upset we haven't had Disney a few. Plus yet? Uh, I, I don't have Disney Plus. There's some good we, stuff. Dude, have it, and I, I never use it. The only thing I fucking use it for is Simpsons. There's some good stuff. I haven't stuff used it. We have it. it it's got a lot of good, great shit. I haven't used it in months. I fall asleep watching the same four shows on Hulu every <laughs> night because they'll actually let it play all the way through. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Um, is this the part where we plug? I got nothing. Magnum. Oh, yeah. Magnum. And a fight. Yeah, and if I... Is that alive? RCCW. alive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One at a time. Blah, 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 blah. Follow this little company called uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. They're doing some great stuff. Yeah. Some real mom yeah. and pop organization yeah. over there. <laughs> if they get some investors, I think they'll do okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got, I guess. Yeah, I think we plugged it all. Yeah. IWTV always. Yeah. Go, go to that. Check out the 2004 Ted Petty invitation. <laughs> God damn it. It had to get one. <laughs> you got to. Got right. to. Got to. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Alright, well, is this the part where I struggle to hit stop? Oh, I believe so. Pray sail. Raise whale. Oh. I Raise just, whale. <laughs> I just flew in from Baltimore, and boy, is my plane tired. Fuck! <laughs> it, is there a specific place that you're flying from in that joke, or no, does it matter? No, it's just the idea. Is the, I've changed in, it up every time. In, intensely, or in, uh, uh, not intentionally. Intensely. Intentionally, thank you. Fuck up the joke, and then just, oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, uh, follow me at Hopper2017. Yes, there it is. Plug yes. my own Twitter. Yeah, I plugged your own yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I saw. I, I'm a, I've been appreciating the uh, recent plugs for my Twitter. Knock, oh, knock. Hey. Got to. Got to. Knock, knock. Boy, are my arms tired. Shit! <laughs> uh, Tom, and what's your favorite joke? Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> I don't want you to answer that question because I know what your favorite joke is. <laughs> so there's this guy and he walks into a bar and he's got this baby alligator. <laughs> what are we here?